It's that time of the week again. It is podcast time, keeping it real with Chuck Ludy and the big fella. Now, this is episode 17. I've been copying a bit of flack for getting the episodes wrong, but it is episode 17, and we have got an absolute cracking guest continuing on some really big names in the sporting world. This all started, of course, at the beginning of COVID. We're still in it. And uh, just a bit of fun with a couple of absolute superstars. And uh, let's bring the first one of these superstars into the show this evening. Well, it's a big show. Oh, it's a big yeah, not really big showing it at the moment down at uh, Mount Eliza because he's ripped the hamstring off the bone last week. Chuck Sucker, how are you, big man? Uh, I'm fantastic, Matty. Yeah, been hobbling around all week, but I'm probably better than I was last week because I can actually sit down tonight and uh, I'm very much... We have had some big guests on our show. Uh, Tonight's no exception, but I'm really, really looking forward to tonight's guest because he's one of the good blokes, but look, he's really going to struggle with the light-hearted nature of it as (laughs) as our listeners will find out once we eventually get to tonight's guest. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get our other part of this uh, puzzle. Uh, each and every week he joins us. He's a superstar. Yeah. And I reckon he's just started to grow to like that uh, little intro, Chuck. We say very good <laughs> evening to Timmy Ludeman. How are you, big fella? Big fella, you've got off to a bad start. We're up, we're up to episode 16, not 17, going by my count. So you, <laughs> now, now listen, you are hope, you are hope. I have had people texting me going, I think you got the, uh, the episodes wrong, but I've included the best of. The best of. Okay, yeah, so okay. We're, we're up to 17 as far as I understand it. But uh, Ludy, how's your week been, mate? All good? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. Richie Brothers Auctioneers, we've got a big auction next week, so uh, if you're looking in the market for some earth moving or transport equipment, feel free to jump online, ironplanet.com.au, Stewie. <laughs> I love it. Ludy, Ludy, just before we get, I guess, mate, if you're at the auction house, could you ask them whether you could auction stage two or stage three restrictions for uh, Mount Eliza <laughs> instead of stage four? Because I've had a gut full of being stuck inside. Well, you can't do anything with that hamstring, mate, anyway, so it doesn't matter. You've just got to just batten down the hatches and just put the cue in the rack for another couple of weeks. Yeah, that's fair enough. All right, for enough of our shit, let's get uh, the king of shit on. Well, let's get there. Yeah, I'm really excited <laughs> because I've heard you blokes uh, talk about this fella in such a great light. Uh, ripping fun. To me, for me, I'm pretty excited because, uh, well, we've actually got a wicketkeeper on the show that's actually played for Australia. Uh, so, you oh, know, this, hang on a minute. <laughs> this is this is like <laughs> groundbreaking kind of stuff for me. You know, like you two blokes have talked up your careers, but it doesn't get better or much better than this bloke i'm just gonna play this little intro they call him flipper flipper faster than lightning no one you see is faster than he oh wayne flipper phillips is our special guest flipper how are you mate I was going pretty well. I got a little bit of activity downstairs on the back of that little uh, little bit of music <laughs> intro. Hang on a sec there, please. Well done. <laughs> now, honestly, I'm, I'm serious, dead serious about that. Like, you know, these two that are on the other end of the line here, oh, Flipper, Matt, they've, please, had, they've, had, they've had good cricketing careers, like let's yep. say fair cricketing careers, but they never represented their country and they never made a ton on debut for their country, Flipper. Yeah, and look, it's it's an awesome thing. I mean, you know, I was very, very fortunate just the other day. I had to do a little bit for the MCC, the Melbourne Cricket Club. About They've always had this function each year um, regarding the great man, Sir Donald Bradman, of course, and I was fortunate enough to be asked to speak at it and do the right thing. And you look back at... At Bradman and his his play and his career and what he'd done and you know eighteen on Test debut, it, it, it's only one hundred and forty one less than I got. I mean, you know, <laughs> it, it's an amazing 
that and you know then to be you know chatting with these two clowns is just yeah you know, just awesome yeah uh, and he's away daddy and he's away straight, straight onto the front shoe as he did against the might of the west <laughs> you blokes have obviously had a lot to do with this uh this gentleman over the journey though boys Oh, well, bits and pieces. I'll start, Ludi, and, and then I'll come to you. Uh, yeah, look, we do have a lot in common. All, all three of us, I wouldn't say we wicket-kept. All three of us stood behind the stumps for South Australia, <laughs> as you you mentioned, and uh, one of them went on to represent his country uh, and break all sorts of records, as he's just mentioned. <laughs> and while we're on the records, Wayne, I'll just start with this one. A bit of research today tells me that you mm. are the man that holds the test record for the mm. most test matches played as a wicketkeeper without mm. ever completing a stumping. <laughs> um, that's correct, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and that's, you know, that, uh, of course, that, of course, was uh, before DRS. And, um, you know, so, you know, if that, and, uh, you know, and look, whilst, the, you know, that, that intro uh, little uh, piece was about uh, Flipper, but I was always referred to as Speed Hump. Uh, didn't stop them, just slowed them down a bit. And, uh, yeah, that tended to be a, probably a little more accurate as far as my keeping. Yeah, not great, Chucky boy. Well done. But, but you've, got, you've got to actually, every good wicketkeeper needs good spin bowlers, don't they, Flipper? Let's be honest. You're not going to get stumpings if they can't spin it, mate. Ooh, yeah, and that was my and that was my issue. And that, when they yeah. did, gee whiz, if you had kept it going straight, I had a chance of stopping that. But when they just moved and then he missed, it, wow, there was so much activity there. Like, what can I do? Oh, we got a first slip. You should grab it. That's fine. I mean, just yeah. But uh, yeah, we uh, the, there were some opportunities that got away. But I was desperately keen to uh, uh, try and minimise the buys and ensure that uh, I made up for those. Um, Few that snuck past with the bat. You, you make light of it, Clipper, and we do take the piss, <laughs> and you take the piss out of yourself, and that's why we've got you on tonight. You suit our show beautifully, but, you know, the truth is I, I admired you enormously as a young bloke, and I had all the great wicked keepers up on my wall as a kid, the posters. I had Rodney Marsh. I had the great Alan Knott. I, I never got a wicket-keeping one of yourself. I think I had a batting one, but I never got a wicket-keeping one of yourself. Uh, but you did. And we, we do take the piss, but you kept wickets for Australia. I want to ask you a serious question. I've never asked Please. you this before. Did, did you actually, did you like wicket keeping? Oh, um, uh, gee whiz. Um, Chucky, that's a ripper question. Thanks, buddy. But, um, gee whiz. Um, yeah, I was I'm getting, I, yeah, yeah. I was getting a game for Australia, mate. You know, it, mm. it gets no better than that, yes, I would have preferred to have been able to do it as an absolutely riveting, outstanding left-hand opening batsman, creating new, you know, genres for the game. But I, I, I had the gloves, and I was playing yep. for Australia, and it doesn't get any better. And you know, with, with the, the people we're speaking to, so few of us have done it, and I did it, and I worked my ring off to try and do as best as I darn well could. Uh, but yep. it was not wasn't easy. And um, but but yeah, many people ask me, pal, and and I was playing for Australia, and so many haven't, and so many yep. didn't, and so many won't, and I did. One hundred percent, and you did it beautifully, uh, in particular with the bat. But I remember some fine catches that you took as well. So we'll we'll park that for a moment because I'll one more from me, and I'll hand it over to Ludi. Um, what would be your response when? People, when we, Ludie and I spent time in Adelaide, and I'm mm. sure someone said someone said this to me, and I think it might have been yourself, that you were sort of just paving the way, and Adam Gilchrist simply followed your lead. Uh, look, it, it was a it, it was a, a really interesting um, situation how it uh, how it eventuated because um, I, I, I played him at first test series and gone neatly um, with the blade but then we went to the West Indies and Roger Woolley was selected as the wicket keeper um, yep. and Roger unfortunately for Roger's situation was he, he he'd, um, we played the warm-up game Australia uh, up in Antigua and broke a finger and he couldn't you know he couldn't play and they said well who's going to keep well um, and the old mate Fat Cat, uh, Greg Ritchie, said, well, Flipper used to do it. He, he, he can do it. So um, so I, they gave me the gloves in that first test match, and it went okay. It went all right. And then 
and what was happening there, though, with the West Indies, of course, Geoffrey Dujon was doing that as not the, you know, terrific fellow Dujon, you know, but making that contribution with the blade as well yeah. as with the gloves. And, and you, you almost became the all-rounder that way. You know, the all-rounder in Australian yeah. cricket has always been bat and bowl. Well, there was a suggestion that perhaps the all-rounder might be, um, you know, not necessarily that specific. So there, there was another facet to, to the role. So, um, yeah, that, that, that's, how it, that's how it presented itself. And, yeah, it was difficult, but uh, as I said, Boys, I, I was playing for Australia. You, you're dreaming, aren't you? How good's this? Well, Ludy and I dreamt it. We never did it. I'll hand it over to my fellow wicketkeeper uh, with the next question. We will get to Fat Cat, don't worry, a little bit later on. Oh, because please. Cat, <laughs> the cat was a guest on our show a month ago. And oh, he no. Say he, he left a couple of doors open for you to close. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll hand it over to Ludy. <laughs> Flipper. Firstly, thanks for coming on. Appreciate oh, it. Oh, pleasure. Uh, Absolute pleasure, buddy. Good. Uh, I just want to touch on your illustrious coaching career for a little bit. Um, the first, the first one I want to brought up, I want to bring up. I've had a few stories around around your coaching. The first mm. one I want to take you back to is an institute challenge in Darwin. Now, I'm not going to mm. take you where I think you probably think I'm going to take you, but okay. I heard I heard a little whisper about possibly some no ball incidents. That happened on that tour. Can you, can you talk us through the no ball story, walking back to the game, something like that? Nice, you done, Luke. Yeah, good. Yeah, thank you. A little bit nervy there, just as we went that way. <laughs> but, um, uh, look, uh, I I always thought as coach uh, that you know to bowl a no ball was um, not overly efficient. I mean, you know, the the, the groundsman gets down there. at six in the morning and paints the white line uh, which tells you exactly where you need to have your heel behind that <laughs> line prior to delivering the delivery. So that's at six. You know, we get to the game at eight. Uh, we do our warm-up, nine for a, a you know, 10 o'clock start. That line hasn't moved. So I'm <laughs> saying to these players, of, you know, that I can't see any reason why the hell that you would contemplate um, stepping foot over that, um, you know, particularly in white ball cricket, white ball, and you know, having a free hit, and you know, all that sort of stuff. So, so my uh, my strict instruction was: if you do bowl a no ball, uh, that you will walk home from the ground. It's not that hard. And you know, up in Darwin, it wasn't that hard. We just down in Dutton, uh, you know, in Cullen Bay there, and just walked back to the hotel. So, it was, you know, it was only you know a couple of k's, and and we had you know, Matty Weeks, a great kid, and you know, a lot of people will know Weeks. He, he stepped over. So, okay, that's fine. Bring your bag, and we walk back to the hotel. So two Ks, and uh, at the end of the day, bowl one. So done. Well, we the next game, uh, the next day, and I was fairly, still fairly firm, no troubles at all, but was out at, um, oh, what's that? No, oh, where they play the footy now, um, up there in Darwin. Marara. Yeah, Marara. Um, yeah, beautiful, yeah. Well, gee whiz. Weeksy again stepped over the line, as did Cullen Bailey, uh, the leg spinner. And uh, that's 12 kilometres from where we were staying. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I had to be firm. And um, so off we started with the walk. And, um, yeah, (laughs) you know, it was just ridiculous. Well, yeah, and we were going. We got about six k's back from the walk. Uh, I had to stop at the bottle shop. Uh, I was just getting really wobbly. And, yeah, bought half a dozen. So, you know, we, you know I'll get them and that's fine. We check, yeah, Weeksy and uh, Bales. And, uh, yeah, we were just chatting away. And, uh, you know, it was amazing. There was another bloke walking the other way, just with a beer in his hand. And, and Bales said, oh, mate, where did you bowl yours? You know, take that with you. We got back to the hotel <laughs> Quarter to nine after the game. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I was just so strong. I was just so firm that, you know, this is what, yeah, you know, there's no need to not well the next game. And that was out where, oh, who, Vicky Miller was at his home ground. It was 30 Ks uh, from the hotel and not Southern one district. no ball. Yeah, and not one no ball was bowled. And, uh, you know, it just confirmed exactly. Brilliant. What really I <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not that they don't move a lot, but yeah, that walk back from the 
from the airport to the hotel. <laughs> I, I did have to buy him a couple because oh, I was buggered, yeah. Slipper, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to touch on one other uh, incident in your coaching career. Mm. The famous day versus New South Wales that the team yes. got rock and roll for 29. Talk yes. us through that day. Well, well, well uh, oh, oh, you want to go? Is it a pretty short story, Flip? Oh, no, you know, I've told it a couple of times. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this story, Flipper. I've heard a lot about it. Thanks, Matt. But yeah, well, I've told it. Yeah, it, it's, it's brought me three houses, this story. But, um, it, 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 um, look, I, I mean, I, look, it was just so important. You know, it was so important as, 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 as coach of those Redbacks and to get them right and to make sure that we. You know, we done everything right to play New South Wales at the Sydney Cricket Ground. It was just, it was just so important, you know, to make sure everything, you know, our preparation was impeccable. And I, I was so confident that that was the case. And you know, we 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 we, we let you know a couple of days before, as you know, boys, that what you do, you go through and you prep and all that sort of stuff. And we'd had so much vision and and footage and, and knowledge of that New South Wales bowling attack. We knew exactly where they, where they would bowl and when they got tired and what would give us an opportunity and all that sort of stuff. And stay patient, look at that and try and create it. You know, so it was just no, just, you know, similar with the bats and we knew who didn't like each other that batting. So you use that, can't you? And, you know, all that mm. sort of stuff. And, you know, we were two players in the side, Callum Ferguson and young Tommy Plant, who'd never been to the Sydney Cricket Ground before. We're aware of that incredible 122 that I scored uh, for, for, for Australia. <laughs> you know, so, so, so we, we went down into the rooms and, and we had vision of the of the lockers. We had vision of where they would sit, where the dummies were, the lunchroom, you know, that walk out to the out to the nets, out onto the main ground. You know, we, the dimensions of the Sydney Cricket Ground quite different to that, those of, of Phillips Field. and uh, Sorry, Adelaide Oval. Adelaide Oval. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, whoops. Um, you know, so just all, you know, we just had all of that data. Of, and it was perfect. We won the toss and, you know, things were going, you know, we won the toss, elected to bat and things were going beautifully until the third ball of the innings um, and, and we lost the wicket of young Tommy Plant. And then it just started to go pear-shaped from there, Lude. You know, I can remember at the start of the Nathan Bracken over, we were... Seven for twenty-four, and at the end of that bracken over, we were we were nine for twenty-four, and I thought, oh, damn, you know. And if it wasn't for a, a really good partnership between uh, Dan Cullen and Paul Rowe for the last wicket of uh, of five, we, we wouldn't have looked like making twenty-nine. But that that's what we got, and. You know, in, in first-class career, that's crap. And, you know, I thought, oh, man, we're in trouble here. And I just I always remember, you know, that, you know, you remember, this, you know, this, you know, distinct, you know, uh, marks of what happens. I remember um, Mark Cleary by one of Phil Jarks, and he, he turned it off his hip late on day one down a backward square for a single to bring up his 200. <laughs> oh, Man, we're in trouble here, and yeah, you know, it turned out I was right. And you know, at the end of the day, I mean, you've had a crap day, and you know, not you know, don't be silly about it. But, you know, it was ordinary, and I was about to talk to the boys and have a seat at those. You, you, you've, you've all been well, and you, Matt, but um, you, you've all been in that, you know, that visitors' room at the Sydney Cricket Ground, sitting at that table, and you know, looking out over the oval. And, you know, I've got the role as the coach to, you know, come up with, you know, a positive. <laughs> Man, I'm, you know, I'm just think, and, and there's, I'm about to speak, and seriously, I'm sorry, I know we're chatting, but but there's a knock on our dressing room door, uh, and I'm sitting at home, I just knocked on the, on the table, and there's a knock on our dressing room door, the, the, the visitor's room, it's David Gilbert, and um, he uh, he said, uh, oh, uh, and I went over and asked, yeah, gay, let's you know play with Liz, you know. So it's incredible. I said, oh, hey, buddy, yeah. I said, oh, hey, Flipper, um, yeah, how's your day going? I said, well, how do you reckon my day's going? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said, well, look, listen, I know you've got some issues, obviously, but before you start, what 
um, we've got a bit of an issue. I said, well, what's that? <laughs> so well, we've got the, the, the people are here from ASDA, the Australian Sports Drug Agency. Um, <laughs> why? Yeah, I said, yeah, why? Well, so, well, they're here to test your players for performance-enhancing substances. And I said, well, look, David, stop. <laughs> We we made twenty nine. Do you think that's necessary? And yeah, yeah. I just yeah. So it was just yeah. It was not quite how I put it out, but you know, just, yeah. And they did that, te- and and I mean this, boys. I, I, and I mean this. I've, I've never been more proud of a group of players. They underwent the test. The results came back negative. Negative. None. None. <laughs> None. Not, not none have been guilty. None have been guilty of taking performance enhancing substances. So yeah, I, I can be no more proud of a group of young men. But yeah, I, I think so. Needed... Sorry, Matty, I told you he was good. See, I told you he was good. When, when, That's a when I arrived in South Australia uh, to coach South Australia, because Wayne had done that, as we've just heard, and I'll always remember when I always got along all right with him, although. As a young kid, I, I may have taken his spot behind the stumps for South Australia or a long time ago. Flip was at the back end of his career when I was starting. But when I arrived there to coach the Redbacks, and it was something that I really enjoyed, Flipper said, don't worry, Chuck. He said, I did it for a few years. And he said, uh, I don't know what happened. I got him into the top six every year. And uh, still, <laughs> the sacker asked me to step aside. Well, Flipper, the same thing happened to me. Yeah, mate, we are, we are wearing the same clobbers. Well, <laughs> well, all three of you have got that in common, really, haven't you? You've all been given the bump from the sucker. <laughs> well, it was an amazing one, Matt. Right, one, boys. But you know, when I got the job, um, Chris McDermott, you know, who who done, you know, so such a famous with the Crows, and you yeah. know, done so very well, and you know, he he, you know, and eventually it, it, he had to part ways, but. He, he rang me the day of my appointment and said, you are one day closer to getting the sack. <laughs> so, <laughs> Thanks, mate. Yeah, well done, pal. <laughs> he was right. I, I wanna, we, fella, you want to go? Yep. Yeah, we had Fat Cat on a couple of weeks ago, and, and he told, oh, he shared man. a story, um, no. and, and you were heavily involved in this story, and, oh, and it God. involved uh, Princess Diana. Um, oh, no, not that. No, he's a bugger. <laughs> Can you just tell it in your words how that actually uh, all went down? Oh, look, it was, uh, I mean, it's just, you know, people ask, you know, it it just can't happen nowadays with social media and phones and all that sort of thing. But um, Greg and I were members of that uh, 1985 Australian tour to England and, you know, for the Ashes and, and, and playing against the, you know, it's just amazing. You get the people you meet and the locations you get to are incredible. But we were so fortunate. We, we played, uh, we played Gloucestershire, um, and yeah, Australia v Gloucestershire. And, um, the patron of the Gloucestershire County Cricket Club was Lady Diana, the Princess of Wales. Well, we had no idea what that might be. And, and you know, we, 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 you know, Alan Border was captain and we went to the official function and we stood and, and AB, you know, was chatting with um, uh, uh, Di, and, um, as I call her, and, and mm. it was just, a, 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 you know, yeah, it was just, a, you know, she walked around and chatted and did the right thing, just, oh, you know, delightful and how lucky are we? And me and Fat Cat standing next to each other and, 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 and AB brought her across and, you, you know, as you can see... First AB's eyes just <laughs> roll, and you know, but there was a photo the day before of um, of uh, Lady Diana, Princess Diana, um, uh, uh, leaving a a, a, a store in, in London, um, where she you know, the, all re, all reports were that she may have been pregnant, and you know that sort of thing, and that she was in buying something for for one of the children. So yeah, that's fine. So if you're going to have a conversation, well, you try and be relevant. And that sort of thing, and you know, she, she, she you know, so uh, um, AB, oh, uh, later on, this is Greg Ritchie, and and the other person here in oh. 
the couple is uh, is, is uh, Wayne Phillips. Good. In fact, hi, Princess Diana. You know, you stumbled and stuttered and useless prick, that cat. So nothing. So I thought, well, I'd better have it. Or at least I should chat with her. And yes, oh, it's a lovely photo of you coming out of uh, Marks and Spencer the other day, just purchasing something there. You got something to report for us? And uh, Oh, no, 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 no. Well, I was just saying, my wife is uh, over Janine and, you know, we brought our young daughter with us to England and, yeah, she didn't have her photo taken coming out of there. I just wonder if there might be something that you might like to uh, let us know about. And, uh, and, and, and her comment was, uh, she looked back at AB and said, I think I might leave that bloke alone. I think he might be trouble. And, uh, and that was pretty much... I haven't spoken with uh, the late Princess Diana since, but uh, <laughs> to be able to get a chat with her and to have her turn her nose up. And, and Fat Cat was just giggling. The whole, and AB was savage. And it, she bloody dickhead. Any danger at one stage can you not... Please. <laughs> and, uh, well, like, well, there's my chance to chat with her, AB. You could have, yeah. So, yeah. So, I don't know what Fat Cat's version was, but that's about right, yeah. <laughs> Love it. You know, very similar, wasn't it, Big Fella? And, yeah, we don't go into all Fat Cats. He told us some ground announcing that you may be dead uh, before your time, but we'll let that one go through to the keeper, so to speak. Uh, if you could, uh, yeah. Can that, can nearly, that, that, that nearly sent us home, that one, the, the yeah. ground announcing. That, that was an error. But, but and you're there, Matt. I mean, you flick that mic on, and you never know what might happen. Your people hear what you do, don't they? Yeah, and I think you're gonna be you're gonna live on the edge a little bit. I reckon, uh, Flipper, that is for sure. But you do this now for a living, don't you? You're actually the ground announcer at uh, at the Adelaide Oval. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, welcome everyone. Round fourteen. Oh, what a cracker we've got through at the Adelaide Crows. Of course, a little bit disappointing this year. Of course, a zero and fourteen as we come into this game. Oh, what a ripple we've got there up against. Here they come up through the barrier now. Richmond Footy Club. Hey, here they are, the mighty uh, Richmond boys. Let's hear it for the Tigers. And you do that, and then you just let them know. Of course, Adelaide Oval, of course, is a non-smoking venue. Those who wish to smoke, you'll need to go to the bus out. They go out through the... Uh, they go come back through, yeah. And of course, I'm not the always let you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just it's crazy. And yeah, you sit there and do that. Hey, just be aware, of course, the uh, players, both teams, out on the ground, surely they'll be going through a very, very, very vigorous warm-up process. Those tucked in behind the goals, just be aware of those flying Sharons. They're on their way. We don't want anyone getting hurt. Thanks. Now, listen, just on that, okay, this is, Flipper, this is this could be your opportunity. Isolation might bring the best in you because uh, the, the grand final is not going to be at the G. It seems to be out of, uh, you know, South Australia and uh, and Queensland at the moment. Uh, you could be the voice of this year's AFL grand final, the Craig Willis of 2020, mate. No doubt. And, 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 and you know, it, you know, and, and, and it's time. <laughs> <laughs> Not to the Adelaide Oval. It's just time for Flipper to be the ground announcer. Doesn't matter where it is. I love it. Hey, we, we uh, big fellow. I just want to straighten up a little bit because we're it's lighthearted and we're having a lot of fun. But a, a serious one, Flipper. The Go. might I mentioned the might of the West Indies, and you, you'd say it jokingly, but you did light up the big stage facing. You know, Garner, Croft, Holding, Roberts, Marshall, the list goes on. At the MCG, I remember it, the flowing mullet out the back, the left-handed laconic stance at the crease, and then whack, back over the bowler's head. Uh, you made it look so easy, Flipper. You really did at the time. Uh, was the ticker going at a rate of knots? What was the head saying? Take us back, 80,000 at the MCG and the West Indies roaring in. You look so composed. What was happening underneath? No, nah, it's pretty jumpy, pal. Uh, it, it really is. I mean, um, I mean, you know, to play there and 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 to have a, you know, you know, you're representing your country to pack, you know, one of the great stadium arena of in in in, in the globe and and to do that and to have a little bit of success. It, it was one of the. Uh, Man, I don't want to, but um, you know, I, I got a Test match hundred against the West Indies in the West yep. Indies in Barbados, and it was just, you know, to to you know, Marshall going to holding, as you say, to hit them all for six, you know, and and you know, to close the have, had to close the main street. It was dangerous for people to be walking down the street uh, <laughs> with Phillips in. I mean, you know, it's just incredible. But you know, it was just for the for the West Indies batters to come and acknowledge it was. Pretty cool, 
to, you know, because they had to face them all in the nets all that time. You know, give us yep. a few to hit you, buggers. You know, that that was the thing. And, you know, so so they were great, Desi and Gordon and, and, and Gus. And, you know, it was just, it, it was just fantastic that uh, uh, to do that. But, yeah, out there, you know, walking out to bat, you know, for Australia, packed uh, MCG and, and people chanting your name as you come out thinking, you know, this guy can make a difference was, you know, as, as mm. it, it don't get no better, pal. It, it, it doesn't. And it's a, it, it's as awesome. neat as it gets, mate. Yeah, it was no, great, was great days. Great days. Yeah. Outstanding, the 80s. Ludes, back to you, mate. Flip, uh, I just wanted to uh, dispel a couple of rumours. Um, first one... I've got some reliable information from someone who I won't throw under the bus, but it's Callum Ferguson. And he's given me some intel that last year you were spotted at Adelaide Oval in a rather left-of-centre pair of shoes. Now, is there any truth to the rumour that they were women's shoes, and where did you get those shoes from? Right. So Ferg is, you know, on pretty narrow ground at the minute uh, on the back (laughs) of that. Because he has a one at the coffee shop that I do in town, and I he often pops them on my account, and that is <laughs> a very tough way to get to say that they're not. You know, that's see, see, Ferg, he is a dill, uh, and that's with capital D, I, and double L, because there's no such thing nowadays in gender specificity of male or female shoes. <laughs> they were shoes that fitted me. They were available. They were available at an op shop at a reasonable price, <laughs> and I wore same. Now, perhaps that the, there was a. So, I wore them, not overly proudly, but at the price, you couldn't leave them there. And they were as comfortable as they could get and I had to go up to the farm from the son-in-law and do some stuff and they stayed there. So, look, you know, $2. Well, would be, you can't leave them there at a special. I've got a red tag. I've got a tag at Salvo, so I get them half price. So I'm paying two bucks, less one, one, a pair of shoes and Ferg's now nailing me as far as my clothing style is concerned. He's all right. I'm chasing him big time. Now, yep, that, right. that leads into, I've just got a quick little story I want to share with you guys. You'll appreciate that, especially the half-price red tag there. You know how uh, Vic Police, they, they get the half-price McDonald's? Uh, it's been a thing for a long, long period of time. And there was a, a, a wonderful policeman. He's still in the force. I'm not going to mention his name on the, uh, the podcast because he's still working and I don't want to get uh, harassed and uh, pulled over and all that kind of stuff. But uh, a, a mate who's in the force... I was sitting in the divvy van with him one day, and they said, right, we're going to go through Macca's. We want to get something to eat, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, uh, this uh, copper liked a cigarette, and they uh, sitting there in the uh, the driver's side. He ordered his, uh, his meal, his soft-serve cone. Uh, they were just getting an ice cream, and he pulled up to the first window, and the young lass said, that'll be 25 cents, and he sucked back on his cigarette, and he said, try again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. And I, this, this is a true story. And he, 12 and a, he 12 and a half cents for the soft serve. <laughs> Come on, man. True story. Meet him. Yeah. <laughs> true story. Try again. Unbelievable. What else you got, boys? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go on a little bit further with that because I've got a couple more points Fergie threw in when he gave me that info. Oh, now, uh, what's his beef? Yeah, go on. Yeah, I know. He's really chucked out of the bus here. He said when you were coaching, he said it wasn't uncommon at the end of a day's play that you would be seen leaving the change rooms, heading to your car with Tupperware containers full of food. (laughs) And also, he said also, he said whispers are that during the tour down under, when they set up the big media centre in the central part of Adelaide there, you don't report on any cycling, as far as I'm aware, but you're regularly seen with your computer set up in the media centre at the Tour Down Under, <laughs> taking, take, 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 making the most of free food and free kiss. Is there any proof to that, Flip? Magnificent, Flipper. Magnificent. Rude. Now, Ferg. Um, mm. um, look, the, the first one about the, the um, containers... I don't have the food anymore. 
What were you doing for taking a chicken and plum sauce out of the Adelaide Oval or what? Oh, you can't leave that there. You know, you boys know yeah, that. You cannot leave that there. And yeah, yeah. And you would date it and time it yep. and consume it within the um, yeah within within the restrictions that we did. But I've still got the containers. That was that the question or was it the, con- the contents of the containers, Luke? Sorry, Doug. <laughs> Oh, well, I think you've answered it. I want to know about the two are down under. Yeah, the two are down yeah, under. Come on, Flipper. We like that one. Uh, well, if, uh, um, look, I'm very fortunate. I, I do some work. I, um, I do some uh, uh, work with 5AA, and always we covered the uh, two are down under, and I'm still registered uh, <laughs> as a uh, as a um, as a commentator of the TDU here in South Australia. And I reckon I'm the only person since the inception of the TDU to have a backpack and uh, the wines and the um, uh, and all of the various goodies that are provided to the media. I've got 17 backpacks out in my back room, <laughs> none of which have been opened. <laughs> but they've still got all the mints. They've got a pen, uh, they've got a rubber, they've got a notepad, they've got directions, they've got... Yeah, so uh, if anyone needs a, uh, a backpack, hey, give us a buzz. No troubles at all. That's fine and they're available. <laughs> a couple of maps of the Barossa in there and a couple of maps of the... Oh, magnificent, that. I love it. Hey, what, what, have what have you been doing... I was going to say, what have you been doing in isolation, Flipper? Like, you know, how, hey. how does someone like you keep themselves entertained? Because uh, you're mm. a character... Oh, look, I've, I've, yeah, and it's been, uh, I mean, it's been crazy. I mean, you know, very, uh, uh, my wife and I, Janine and I, uh, proud grandparents of four, um, so we, we've, um, and we've got, a, you know, up on the farm, so we get up there, and uh, we now, um, uh, Matt and Abby, the eldest, have, have now got a, a property over on Kangaroo Island, so we got across there and, you know, see all that sort of thing. But it, it's been, yeah, it's been really challenging trying to play a little bit of golf and do that sort of thing, being active. But the thing I did do, um, um, I just needed to do something, and I went to WEA, the education, and uh, yeah, I thought I might, uh, it was necessary, I, I, yeah, I did, um, I went and did the ukulele, ukulele for absolute beginners, <laughs> and uh, so yeah, I just thought I should, you know, give that a try and uh, and see if I could, yeah, try and do something, so done it, completed the course, and uh, yeah, I'm pretty happy, so yeah, I've been playing the uke a bit, and it's been great fun, really has. <laughs> the ukulele, that is unbelievable, what are these oh, to pick up? Oh, it's been fantastic. Yeah, and there's so many that you can play and be a part. Is it is it appropriate, oh, inappropriate to, to can I play some or not? No, get on, and, grab and it. Have you got it there? Yeah, grab it. Oh, did I? Have? Yeah, don't. Yeah, hang on a sec. I'm just going to try and set me. I'll just move my glass of red wine and yeah, just put that. I'm just going to pop the phone. Yeah, this is oh, the first. I'm going to first on. On this, this pro- podcast is called Keeping It Real, and we've keeping it real, is it? Yeah, okay. Keep, yeah. Keeping it real. This is keeping it as real as we can probably get with Wayne Phillips <laughs> on the ukulele. All right. Well, you just, um, um, Luke, you keep talking. To, you do the intro because uh, we're going to do slim, slim, Luke. Well, I'm going to do slim, dusty. It's oh, because of with you know COVID and. That stuff that those issues that you know go in the pub. So we're going to do Slim Dusty pub with no beer. This was the ukulele for absolute <laughs> beginners. So if you know it, see my you, Lude, I'm going to put you on. I'm on a mobile, but you pop me on to. Um, uh, I'm going to put on loudspeaker, and we're going to do our darndest. Lude, it's with you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Wayne Flipper Phillips with the ukulele pub with no beer. Take us away, Flip. Oh, thanks very much, Tim. I really appreciate that intro there. And we just got that first in. So here we go. As you know it. <laughs> but yeah, ukulele for absolute beginners at WEA. Pub with no beer. Uh-huh. Oh, it's a long time away from the kinder by the campfire at night. Where the wild thing goes cold. cold. There's nothing so lonesome. Morbid or drear. Than the stand in the bar. Yeah, have a pub with, pub with no beer. beer. 
sing along if you know. There's a faraway look, yeah, on the face of the bum. That's loose. And the maid, oh, great. Yeah, they could. Think queer. What a terrible place is a pub with no beer. <laughs> Magnificent, Flipper. I'll tell you what, if anyone's just tuned in, <laughs> if anyone's tuned in late for that, I mean, you know, that's must listen to radio. I'm <laughs> not more. He's yeah. still going. Push, stop, Manny. Please stop him. That'll do, Rodney Roo. Hey, Flipper. Can you hear us? 50 flaming miles, yeah. To the bus. <laughs> <laughs> he can't hear us, can he? He's just put us on the call. He's just put us on the The absolute beginning. Oh, Billy, yeah, the blacksmith. First time. It's gone home, cold sober. It's Come back, Bill Swain. We might have lost Flipper. all the listeners. Flipper, are you there, buddy? I did. When he breaks down. Oh, no. He's still going. Boys, we've been stitched up here. He's just pissed off and just pushed the cord and just gone. <laughs> I can't believe he's broke out into it. <laughs> One verse, Flipper. That's all we wanted. Are you there, big fella? Flipper, you got us? Oh, my God. <laughs> Keeping it real oh, has just gone. Yeah. Oh, okay, boys. How you going? All good. <laughs> Now, you got any requests for more? Now, yeah, Flipper, do you know what? There's a ukulele club in Mournville, I kid you not, okay? There is oh, a, no, there's a club down here, mate. It's big. Yeah. The only song that I've ever heard them sing is Happy Birthday, so you've taken it to the oh. next level, big fella. Oh, oh man. It, it was the best fun, and people could not believe Yeah, and it was... Yeah, so I've been at it for eight, nine weeks, and... Got it done, and uh, yeah, so um, and I was you know ducked to the course, so no surprise there. So <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant, mate. Hey, listen, we've got to move on, Flipper, because it's time for this. All mm. oh, thanks to Clinton Bosch Warnable and the Nissan Warrior. What a magnificent motor vehicle it is. What car do you drive, Flipper? Uh, well, oh, no, no, is that uh, who am I supporting? Uh, Nissan. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they are the best. No troubles about that. Gee whiz, you can, yeah, you can spell them almost the same way forward to scan backwards. Uh, that's fine. Flipper's, I have no Flipper's actually, yeah. uh, Flipper's actually uh, known for stealing bikes. Luke, you are a prick. No, 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 no. That was one that I put a line through. Don't be an ass. Don't be an ass. <laughs> have we got time, Luke, or not? Have Come we got on. Time? Bring it up. You've got to finish the story now, Flipper. <laughs> Oh, it was not theft. Um, it was... Um, oh, shoot. Well, I said that... Yeah, look, okay. Uh, are we on the same track with Coggy, Luke? Or? Yeah, here we are. Yep. Okay, good. Yeah, well, I said to Mark, when I was coaching, I said to Mark Cosgrove, you know, he was heavy, you know, he needed to do a bit more activity and be shown to be doing some, you know, doing a bit more activity. And, you know, that was what people wanted. And, you know, no question about his talent, but he just, you know, you need to do a bit of, you know, what we can, yeah. And I said, Cos, why don't you grab yourself a push pot, you know, and, 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 you know, ride that and, just be seen, and that'll take the heat off everyone, and you know all that sort of stuff. And you know, you say, oh, good idea. And um, those in Adelaide, you know, because he had you know, that Salisbury area, so yeah, it's a fifteen, sixteen k ride. And so he did. He, he went and grabbed one, and it was good. It was good to specialise. It's a race bike, and yeah, it's a it's a ripper. And and he rode it into uh, training, so that was fine. And you know, that was that was just as you know, the, the spark of, the start of what I thought should be about right. And and then at the end of the day, end of the training session, um, he was walking out uh, and uh, next to Ryan Harris, a rhino who did so very well. And um, 
And I said, what are you doing? He said, oh, no, Rhino's giving me a lift. I said, mate, sorry, if you ride your bike in, you, you know, surely yeah. that was the, that's your transport, you ride it back home. So I left it there, and I put it in the back of my car and took it, and I've still got it. Um, yeah, so, uh, and I ride a ring. I see Cosy beat me. Yeah, he still asks how his bike is, but yeah, I said, baby, yeah, I took it. No, I've ridden it for, yeah, what's that about? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've ridden it for 20 years now, and uh, yeah, it's bloody good. It's bloody, actually, it needs, um, needs a service. I might ring Cosy and see if they can bloody pay for it. Yeah, it's his bike. So. It's the least he can do. Uh, we're going to do 10 with Chuck now, okay, Flipper. Uh, this is where 10 with Chuck. Chuck. Yeah, and this is brilliant, okay? This is uh, Chuck's just done a little bit of homework over the last couple of days putting this well, together. Good. Happy. You just uh, flip it as you would have done this before. I'll just give you an easy question. You give me the quick answer. Uh, if no. it's something that needs justification, you've only got a 15-second limit to tell the story. So it can't be sort of no no ukulele playing or anything like that. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, and some of the questions, uh, I won't put you under the bus, but some of them, no. I hope, are really difficult for you to answer. Good. All right. So I'll, how long have I got? You just got to give the quick answer, and then if it needs ex- explanation, a little 15-second explanation. Okay, but I'll I'll start with a real easy one because a lot of our listeners will want to know. I'm just warming you up. This is the easiest one: Adelaide Crows or Port Adelaide Power for you? Neither. I have to work for both clubs. I'm not aligned with either. Oh, good response. He sat on the fence there. Oh, I thought he oh, didn't think he it. would either. Anyway, disappointing that the Crows haven't played in this AFL season. We'll move on to one that will be a little bit... Well, hang on. Well, what happens... Sorry, before you move on to your next, but what happens (laughs) when, if the Crows win a game, does Matthew, the coach, change his surname? (laughs) Go. I've missed that. It's gone through the keyboard. What's he, Nick, off? What is he? Well, he's Matthew Nix. If they win one, is he Matthew one? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, it took me a while because uh, I was focused down. I've got my glasses on, flipper, and my glasses Gee, are red here. This is riveting stuff, this. <laughs> <laughs> right, oh, idiot. Give me your answer to this one, and I wanna, I'll be interested in this answer. Who was a better player? Our good friend, the late, great, David Hooks or Darren Lehman? Uh, oh man, that's a tough one. Fifteen seconds. Lehman, um, career-wise, Hooksy, the opportunity that he provided for all of us, including Buff, um, no doubt he created. But Buffy had the chance to take it a bit further. Sorry. Yeah, good answer. Good answer. Mm, okay, not bad. Um, who scared bad. you more at the might of their power? Who scared you more from 22 yards, Malcolm Marshall or Michael Holding? Certainly, oh, without doubt, Michael Holding, without doubt. And the reason okay. is because because I couldn't see Malcolm Marshall. You couldn't see him because <laughs> he just got in low and skidded. Did <laughs> yeah. he let it go? <laughs> yeah. well, I know... Uh, I, made, I know Dean Jones always said that Malcolm Marshall was the fastest. He, he always said that to me, that Marshall was the fastest. But, gee whiz, Garner, Holding, Croft, Roberts, we spoke about them all. And as you said, Flippy, you took them all to the cleaners. Uh, <laughs> who, who, made you, who made you laugh more, Rodney Hogg or Rodney Rood? <laughs> and, uh, the one, the, the, the surname... Um, oh, the surname beginning with H, uh, because I played Test cricket with the one with that, the surname, and I was at the other end when he was out clean bowled by um, Michael Holding off the pad in Perth when it hit him flush on the knee into the into the stumps out clean bowled. And when he walked off, and they showed the replay on the screen, the amount of laughter was <laughs> mate. Hog leads wins. Comfortably. <laughs> uh, and I'm, I was happy for you to take as long as you wanted there because I, we hope to get Hoggy on one day. I'm not sure he'll fit oh. into the vibe of this show, but, mate, uh, as we know, some laughter from that man. 
oh, mate, classic. And he came in, I've got 15 seconds, he came into the rooms, picked up the phone, rang his wife and asked her to delete the video of his dismissal so his kids didn't know that he was a coward. (laughs) (laughs) No, that is true. That's a true story, Dent. I've heard heard the whole hog tell that story, 42 or 12.8. Mate, he's just a funny man, the hog. Uh, Right. We'll move on. Question five, because otherwise we'll be here all night. But we're having fun. So uh, question five. We've alluded mm. to this one earlier. Who do you think admired you more, Lady Diana or Queen Elizabeth? Because they're both <laughs> big fans of yours. Um, um, without question, Lady Diana. And yes, okay. Thank um, you. Lady Diana, and <laughs> yeah, and there was discussion, and yes, Lady Diana. Thank you very much. Good. Very diplomatically put there. I just uh, thought I'd met now just for your old mate. And you've, this is ironic because I prepared these questions early and you've already mentioned both of these gentlemen. So here's your chance to get back. Who had bigger skin folds? Greg, Fat Cat Richie or Mark Cosy Cosgrove? Uh, well, uh, Fat Cat. Um, without doubt, because because <laughs> Cosy only would stand Cosy stand your feet on the scales so that we can do it. He would stand with his toes on the scales. Back in our day, fat cat. He, oh dear, I'm here and I put myself in as excess baggage as far as when I book my book my, my, my gear through. So yeah, and and I used to sit next to fat cat. Um, because it was all done in those alphabetical stuff. So, you know, and, and P, Q, R, Richie, uh, P, no, no, no one Q in the team. So Phillips, no one <laughs> R, Richie. And I used to travel with his best mate, Johnny Walker. And, you know, that yeah. was the best thing. That was my job, was to, you know, make sure he was on board and away we went from there. <laughs> the cat told us he was not a good flyer and uh, over the <laughs> various... Uh, he wasn't a good flyer, the cat, was he? <laughs> well, we went to Zimbabwe. And we made a we made a very you know was, we made a statement that we will not drink their local beer, and we drank scotch, and that was that was an error uh, on a number of occasions. And yeah, in the first six months of my marriage, I'd slept with Greg Ritchie more than I had with my wife. That's how well I'm going. <laughs> Beautiful, like it. Now the next, the next two are real easy, real easy, and you'll just be able to give a quick answer. I don't reckon either of them needs an explanation. Who was a better player, Greg Chapel or Ian Chapel? Mm. Greg Chapel. Thank you. Who was a better wicket keeper? Now listen to the question. Who was a better wicket keeper, Ian Healy or Adam Gilchrist? I didn't ask you who a better cricketer was. Ian Healy, technically. Very, yeah. Yeah, technically, Ian Healy. Adam Gilchrist, a sensation, and one of the greatest to ever, but just purely wicket-keeper. Well, left-hand bat, wicket-keeper, I mean, you know, and and he modelled his career. I'm just trying to think who who he modelled his career on, that free-flowing player and beautiful and silky smooth and popular (laughs) with everyone. And, you know, I can't even remember who he... Who he mentioned, All we needed but, was yeah. him just to grow a little moustache at some point in time and we would have probably known. <laughs> and just drop a button and... Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 the mocha. Yeah. <laughs> they were the golden 80s. They were magnificent times. Oh, now, yeah. I've lost me. Wait, question nine, Flipper. Mm-hmm. Up uh, 12. I don't know where you're going to go here. Who was a better captain, Kim Hughes or Alan Border? Without doubt, it's one of the. And I've spoken at a function um, with Kim Hughes in the audience, yes. you know, in Perth, and to go there and speak and have an Australian captain there, and I had the same question asked of me, you know, three hundred people. It was Ken Judge who'd organised it, the late Kenny, and you know, it was a fantastic function, and you know, it was just it was brilliant. And I had exactly the same question. Can, you know, from the audience, you know, any questions for legend uh, uh, for me? Um, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, and 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 it can, yeah. Who is the best captain you've 
played under, Australian captain you've played under. And and uh, and I paused and I wait and I said, he's not in the room. <laughs> and AB wasn't there that day. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he wasn't there at lunch in Perth. And uh, yeah, yeah. So that answers it. Yeah. A good answer. And uh, this one is your answer. It's not an option A or B. This is your answer. And I don't know this mm. one, but I will be interested. And this is always mm. the final question in 10 with Chuck. As a kid growing up, who was mm. your sporting hero and why? Uh, without doubt, um, it was um, Paul Bagshaw. Uh, okay. That's... Sturt. Yeah, sorry. So football, Sturt. Yeah, exactly yep. right. And, um, wow. yeah, the way he played, um, yeah, sorry, so being semi-serious, uh, um, yeah. So Your old man played my, Sturt too, didn't he? Indeed. Thanks, Chucky Boy. And, uh, yeah, my, my late father, Brian, who played 100 league games for Sturt in the SNFL, and my brother, Rod, and myself, we, we were at either end of the Unley Oval kicking the footies back when goals went through. And, you know, we did that as kids, and we were there at Adelaide Oval in uh, 1966 when Sturt won the first of their five flags in a row and, you know, all that sort of thing. And we got to watch Paul Bagshaw. You couldn't be any better at sport and you couldn't be a better player. And that was the thing. And, and that was the amazing thing. Um, you know, Dad took me across to Unley Oval to, you know, to, uh, I was a bit of a fan of, 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 my, of, of my footy uh, as a kid. And, um, you know, Jack was our Uncle Jack, Jack Oti, of course. And, yep. you know, he's got a grandstand named after him at the Adelaide Oval. And, you know, he, he, you know, the, 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 you know, so Dad said, you know, go for a run and, you know, you know, have a kick and have a catch and, you know, jump and all that sort of thing. And I saw Dad go over and speak to, you know, Jack and, you know, Jack Oti and, you know, um, you know, about what he thought about my footy. And, um, yeah, it was an amazing situation. And, yeah, and I said to Dad, you know, uh, later that night, he said, oh, what did, what did Uncle Jack say? Yeah. And mm. he said, oh, Jack. Jack said, well, I've heard he's quite good at cricket. <laughs> <laughs> You're better off to yeah. know, though, Flipper. <laughs> no, you know, those and days, of, yeah, great days. Yeah, can't be any better. Throw in that name, uh, Paul Bagshaw, because our good friend oh. of yours and mine, uh, the great KG Cunningham, who uh, oh, you know, wow. I worked with in Adelaide and a yeah. good mate of yours, you know, he, he tried to educate me in my yep. time in Adelaide because I love my yeah, buddies, you know, Flipper as well, cool. Yeah. And and he always said the same, that, you know, Bagshaw was just a brilliant, brilliant footballer. We oh, over here in be. Victoria, we, we hear of the Rodrons and the Everts yeah. and the Corns. Yes, But yes. Bagshaw's probably not a name, but KG told me, mate, this bloke was brilliant, and you've just backed it's it up. So mm. No, you nice, couldn't nice, be. Nice, nice you know, that was... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's why you went. You know, that's why you went to watch the great man. It was, he was, yeah, you couldn't be. Yeah, that that was him, number eight and baggy. Yeah, he's a beauty. This wasn't this wasn't on my list, uh, and I'll, I'll shut up after this one. But uh, sort of half serious, but half tongue in cheek. But I'm probably being serious. And I heard you talk about it before. You mentioned the stands at the Adelaide Oval. You know, Jack Owen, yes. there's Foss Williams, Mark Machudo. Mm. We've got the Chapel Correct. stands. I mean, not many of those guys made a Test 100 on debut. Not many of those guys coached the state uh, mm. and watched the side get mm. bowled out for 29. Has mm. there been mm. any sort of talk, Flipper, about... Mate, look, we've got the Jason Gillespie and the Darren Lehman bronze statues out there. <laughs> is, is, there is there any talk of the Adelaide Oval people getting in touch with your people? Yeah, look, there's been a massive move, and you know, being quite serious about it. But you know, yeah. It, it, but yeah, yeah, and um, but there's been a massive move. I understand uh, a push uh, toward uh, Allied Oval Stadium management to the Sacker and, and to Sandful, the work I do there as well. But um, yeah. but yeah, to, to change it to you know away from just the Allied Oval. Um, but there's been a very strong letter that's been lodged with all three authorities uh, to change yep. it, and the uh, and 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 the suggestion has been to move it from Adelaide Oval to Phillips, Phillips Field. Field. 
Yeah, yes. and and I don't know where that letter's come from. I've got a copy of it in front of me, but but it's not been embraced as well as I'd hoped. I mean, you mentioned the the Darren Lehman and, and the and the Jason Gillespie statues, which I use in outdoor urinals. Um, yeah, but, but, yeah, you know, they are just yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So look, there is a movement. Um, yeah, what movement. will happen? We don't know. COVID nineteen, but you know, it might well be that oh, welcome here to the Phillips Field. What a Pleasure it is to have you for round and you're, six. You're yeah. announcing yourself at your own ground. How no, good would that be? Oh, it gets no better. <laughs> over to you, over to you, Maddie. Hey, listen, uh, Flipper. Seriously, we appreciate your time tonight, mate. Uh, we even got the ukulele show, uh, which I'm sure uh, is every chance to uh, to hit iTunes over the next uh, couple oh, of yeah. weeks when this podcast goes up, mate. But uh, listen, been a heap of fun, and uh, and we really appreciate your time and and taking time out. And you've obviously got a great relationship with Ludie and Chuck and uh, they're wonderful people in their own right and uh, we appreciate you taking the time out for us tonight mate. Mate it's been an absolute pleasure and yeah it is a bit of fun to catch up with those boys we we do enjoy each other and you know, just as I'm just trying to do the weather here here in Adelaide it's bloody awful this might help you are my sunshine <laughs> oh no Rodney Rootback <laughs> <laughs> I can't pull him down. I can't pull his fader down. <laughs> uh, been a cracking show. Hey, anything to Good on you, Flipper. You're a champion, mate. Hey, boys. Great to chat. See you now. What a legend. What an absolute legend. Is there anything else we've got to chuck in this podcast that's happened oh, over mate. last week? Yeah, one, little, one little story to finish on, Flipper, just because I thought of it when he was talking about the Sturt connection there. Bold. Cricket Club Port Adelaide, bit of a blue collar type setup. Lovely people, love them to death. We'd always play for the Phillips Freeman. Eric Freeman played Test cricket and played Sandville footy. Phillips Freeman Cup between Port Adelaide and Sturt. And one day we were playing at Sturt, and Flipper would always come and present the cup in club cricket when we played them. Anyway, they got the they got the chocolates won quite easily. And after the game, Flipper come in to shake my hand because I made a few runs and just say good day. He came in and one of the young fellas was uh, off to a wedding. He was dressing up in the suit. And Flipper comes in, walks straight through the door, stares him down and goes, mate, you got a court case. <laughs> <laughs> That's he's, the uh, kind of guy he is. He's, uh, he's just off the cuff. He's very, very funny. I love it. I love it. What about your Saints, uh, Big Sarks? They're flying. Uh Keep teasing me. I think they're well. I'm I'm enjoying watching them. Uh, I didn't enjoy them against Geelong. They were very very ordinary against the Cats. But in this condensed season, where four day turnarounds, uh, we haven't had a lot of joy. The Saints supporters. I, I'd suggest that we may play finals. I don't know how deep we'll go uh, into the finals, but uh, enjoying watching the Saints at the moment. Big one against the Brisbane Lions this Sunday coming, Maddie. So looking forward to that. Absolutely. Now, listen, just uh, I think what we might do is set a task for next week for you two. Uh, you know, we've done footy teams, we've done cricket teams over the journey. What about the best cricket team uh, in, you know, like just I'm just thinking of Flipper having one of the greatest moustaches of all time at uh, a test level. What about the best moustache in cricket, your best 11 next week? Right, right. How's that, sir? We've we've had uh, one of them on our show already, but we'll we'll probably slip him into the lineup. But uh, yeah, Ludie and I, if you're setting that to us, we'll. You, you what about Lude? What it Ludes? You pick the uh, the top six, and I'll pick the bowlers. Right, eh? Done. Sounds good. You pick the batting order for Ludie, bowling order for me, and we'll we'll text each other for the wicket keeper. Love it, <laughs> love it. Yeah, and we've been getting a bit of flack, uh, Ludie, too, about our. Uh, uh, Warnable's best sports person. Uh, I noticed that uh, the local rag down here, uh, they ran the story. Uh, they, they've gone... They're, they're, yeah, they've run with it uh, as well. It's getting plenty of traction on social media. But the name that keeps coming up is uh, Mark Leishman. Leishman and Brown, I think, are the two. Uh, and probably Ferris. I reckon our top three were pretty spot on, Ludie. Yeah, I think we were spot on. I have to apologise to uh, Nathan Sobey. I did forget him. Um, he is an absolute superstar from Warnable, so that's my mistake. I feel a bit bad about what that about, one, but, yeah, he's 
What about Allensford's uh, Test match cricketer Francis Allen, eighteen seventy-one? <laughs> Did he get much of a run or not? I don't think anyone has found a picture. Nothing uh, as yet. But if someone's out there and they can help us out, they can send uh, some paraphernalia our way just to show and prove it. Uh, that would be much appreciated. I'm as sure the Allensford Cricket Club will have a, uh, a photo on the wall of a great man. <laughs> 1871, Stewie. The only <laughs> against him uh, is Benjamin Button, uh, Tim Ludeman, who's on our show. Uh, so Ludy, I think, played against the Nestles versus Allensford, 1871. That's why Lude brought his name up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, just to honour the great man Flipper too, let's go out with a bit of Slim Dusty tonight. Uh, oh, how good was he? My favourite. Sing along if you want. I think Flipper's still there. He's still there, Flip. You better believe it. (laughs) He stayed on. He he didn't trust us, so he stayed on, the big boy. Sing along with this one, Flip. We're drinking moderation. And we never, ever, ever get rolling drunk. We drink at the town and country. Where the atmosphere is great. I love to have a beer with Duncan. Because Duncan's been made my I love to have a beer with Colin. I love to have a beer with Colin. We drink in moderation. And it doesn't really matter if he brings his doll. We drink at the town and country. Oh, and the atmosphere is great. I love to have a beer with Colin. Because Colin's me, mate. Correct. A little bit of instrumental. This is what you like, Flip. I love to have a beer with Kevin. Oh, I love to have a beer with Kevin. We drink in moderation And he drives me home in his big old ship We drink at the town and country Where the atmosphere is great I love to have a beer with Kevin Cause Kevin's me mate I love to have a beer with Patrick I love to have a beer with Pat We drink in moderation And it wouldn't really matter if the beer was flat We drink at the town and country Where the atmosphere is great I love to have a beer with Flipper Cause Flipper's me mate Change key Or change keys, yeah I love to have a beer with Patrick I love to have a beer with Ronald I love to have a beer with Bob Good on you Flipper, we love your work big fella Thanks for coming on the Hey, no, someone just said in production that someone's asked for a request. They've asked if uh, I can do one more on the uke, and happy to do so. No. That works. I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure if that works for you, Lude, or not. You, you asked me to do this, so happy to if I can. But, send us yeah. out, mate. Send us out on something else. Yeah, oh, happy to. Yeah, yeah, just the whole. Yeah, but no, there was a, a, a request. I don't know who it's from. Karen. Uh, yeah, Karen from Bunnings, they said. Uh, <laughs> Karen from Brighton. Yeah, you might know it. I don't know. Let's see how we go. Um, well, you done done me. You bet that I felt it. I tried to be chill. Yeah, hop that I melted. I fell right through the crack. And now I'm trying to get back. Before the group got out, there's nothing. Fine innovation, I reckon it's again my turn. Don't hesitate, no more, no more. It's got our way. I'm yours. See you, boys. <laughs> oh, mate. Thanks, Flip. See you, man. <laughs> oh, good on you, big fella. Well done, Flip. See you, boys. All thanks, thanks to Clinton Bolsh and the Nissan Warrior. Make sure you look them up on Facebook. They will look after you. They have deals like you would not believe. See you next week, boys. See you, lads.